0: Welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin McLeod, Michael Gelfie Studios, All Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now to adventure. Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Nights of Roleplay. I'm DM Chris. This is a special episode of Knights of Roleplay. Sitting with me are my neighbors, James and Erica, and their children, Alex and Sarah. They will be playing D&D for the first time. So I'm going to explain a little bit of the rules. So let's start with essentially the way D&D works is um, I'm the Dungeon Master or the DM. Okay. And I'm going to set the story and then you tell me what your characters want to do, and then I tell you what the result is. And then I, and then you guys tell me what you want to do, and then I tell you what the result is. And it's just a lot of back and forth between basically all of us just talking. And I'm playing all the different characters in the story and whatnot, and you are all playing your characters. So we're just gonna kinda go back and forth like that. Sometimes I'll call for different dice rolls, and each of you has a set of dice that should all have like a blue 20, a green 12, a white 10, Uh, A sort of dark gray, um, or a gray colored eight, a red six, and a purple D4. So if somebody is like, which die do I use? Hopefully I can tell you which color to use and you should be able to figure it out pretty easily. Uh, And a lot of times you'll roll a die and you'll add a number and the numbers are on those 12 character sheets that are sitting in the middle of the table. Uh, So we are going to do, there's going to be some um, combat situations in this adventure. And when that happens, we're going to be doing this in Theater of the Mind. You can do it with, like, miniatures on a map like what's underneath the character sheets. But to save time, we're just going to do this strictly in our imaginations. Okay? Uh, And uh, so what I like you guys to do is to look at those character sheets and let me know what you would like to play. So there are... um, if If you look up at the very top of the sheets... At The very top of the sheets, it should say, um, like a character race. So, like mine up here. says
1: half elf.
0: Yeah. So if you look at the if you look at the class, mine says- oh my God. you're a human barbarian. If you look at the class and then the race, which is like right at the top in the middle there,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it'll say like it'll say like wizard one, forest gnome, be an elf. or whatever an elf. it is. Um, there are elves there. I think there's a couple of elves. Um, some of these characters, some of them are more like they fight with weapons, and other ones are more they I'm cast a wood spells. Elf. You're a wood elf. Okay, which which kind of character class is it? What does it say right above the wood elf? Ranger one. Ranger. Okay, so you want to play the ranger, the ranger wood elf? You can totally do that if you want to. There's uh, there's fighters, there's rogues. There is a sorcerer, wizard, bard, fighter, paladin, cleric. Which is like a priest uh, Barbarian Druid Rogue Monk Warlock Ranger You can talk It's okay It's a Um, wizard
3: Oh So But there's a wizard specific And then there's a sorcerer
0: That's right Um, They just work a little bit different Okay (laughs) But they both cast spells So it depends on which one you would rather have Um, So um, Sarah Are you Happy with the one that you The one that you chose Okay Alex Yes You want that one Okay you, you were going to pick that no matter the class Because yeah. it's a dragon character <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it a dragon boy? Source? Yeah Okay, yeah. that's totally cool Alright, and uh, James and Erica
4: do you, you have a half-elf bard
0: I, So I, you're I, a musician
4: and charming person Basically It's a great character for you, I think That's what I was <laughs> going to go
2: for <laughs> uh, be So,
4: you want, well, you could if you'd like Do you, you want to switch? There, there.
2: <laughs> I was I wanted
1: to switch
4: I want to um. Should we have a tanky type character or
0: does it matter? Uh so right now we have Bard, sorcerer, ranger. ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tanky character might not be a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Um there is a fighter in there somewhere. This one's a fighter. There's also a barbarian in there. Uh a paladin is a decent a decent fighter as well.
3: Half orc.
4: Half orc or human?
0: Yeah, half orc. What do you think Alex?
4: I
3: think half orc. Okay. <laughs> um yeah work.
4: paladin
0: paladin lawful good I gotta behave the whole time <laughs> <laughs> okay so yes so. uh yeah Neutral you, you good mm-hmm. so it means like I'm
3: basically okay. good and basically bad
0: so everybody has your sheets in front of you right so, so Alex, tell me what you're playing again.
3: Um, a Sorcerer 1
1: Dragonborn.
0: Okay, and Erica?
1: I am a Ranger 1 Wood Elf.
0: Okay, and James? I am a half orc Paladin. And Sarah?
1: A uh, Board 1
2: Half-Elf.
0: All right. A Half-Elf Bard. Uh, bard. <laughs> okay, so um, you see on the left-hand side there, it says Strength, Dexterity, Constitution, Intelligence, Wisdom, and Charisma?
1: No. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 right
0: here, Sarah, up at the top. No, I, I'm talking about right here, along the side here. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so those numbers, you pretty much, you don't really need to worry about those too much. Um, these numbers right here in this column, though, you see this column right here? Yep. The top one says saving throws, and the one underneath that is your skills. You're probably going to make a lot of references to those. Uh, and again, I can kind of point it out. I'll keep a sheet with me, so as I'm asking you to make rolls, I can show you on this sheet where you want to look. So that way it'll be a little easier to figure it out. Uh, the saving throws are like if somebody's trying to do something to you and you're trying to resist it. The skills, or if you're trying to use a skill, um, right in the middle, a little toward the bottom, you have like attacks if, you, if you're doing any kind of a physical attack with a bow or a sword or things like that. Uh, and then on, on the right, and all those columns in the far right, those are all the different kinds of things that your character can do. So, I mean, it's a lot of information, um, but as we're playing just kind of take a little read through there and if there's anything that you want to you have a question about anything you want to know about just let me know and I'll try to answer your questions for you Um, so So he's talking about over here okay yeah so um, why don't each of you just kind of take a quick read through along that side panel there all the way down and just take a quick read through just to see what those things are so take your time don't rush. Um, just kind of read through your abilities and see what you can do. So
4: you have a, a spell that can kind of like create a distraction mm-hmm. with this minor illusion. You have a fairy fire, mm-hmm. so it's a you can Ooh, that sounds
1: fun. you you throw <laughs>
4: fire, and if they don't pass a dexterity, they are. Um, you it's
0: easier to hit them, basically.
4: Okay, so fairy fire makes he- people easier to hit. Healing word, uh, a, a creature regains hit points. I'm assuming creatures are also other characters. Yes, yes, you, you you can heal the party, Sarah, if they get hurt with
0: that with that power.
4: And bardic inspiration, one bonus action to use, give Here. bardic inspiration die to one creature within 60 feet that can hear you. So you basically like cheer somebody on. So you're like, you go get them better. And they go get them better.
1: Okay. That's right. And I don't have much.
0: <laughs>
1: you got lots of stuff. <clears throat> I don't have fire breath.
4: <laughs> That's true, yeah. Maybe yeah, you have, like, a cool bow, I'm sure. You probably have, like, have elf eyes and you have
0: those powers. <laughs> I have dark vision. I can see in the dark. You can see in the dark, yep. Sometimes only shades of gray. Sometimes only light shades of gray. is a little difficult. Um, I have savage attack. Some people might have a healing potion on their sheet.
3: I do. I do too. Which I is do. good. I do minus zero potion of healing. Awesome. One to you. Okay. Awesome.
4: Vicious awesome. mockery. You can also make fun of people.
3: Yay! <laughs> I get to attack people with a lot of fire.
0: There you go. How heavy? I get you? to
3: make fun of like people. Like a lot, a lot, a lot of fire. Yep. I
0: yeah. and also right. get
3: to poison them. Okay.
0: okay. So all uh, right again we can we can kind of learn as we go. Yeah. So let's see uh, my little checklist here. explain this, explain this. okay. So um, Alex
3: <laughs> yes
0: what is your character's name going to be?
4: He's going to ask you as well, so please be thinking Thank about you. it. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean it doesn't have to be anything you know like from Lord of the Rings, but it can be. You know, it could be Bob, if you want, or it can be like, you know, Galadriel or something. Outlaw. Outlaw, that's your name? Yeah. Okay, you wanna write it in in your name spot right there? So we have Outlaw, the Dragonborn Sorcerer. And Erica, what is your character's name? Uh, Lucy. Lucy? Okay, and James
4: Sorry, I got distracted by the fact that she uses that name for
2: everything
0: (laughs) What would you like your character to be, James?
4: I'm going to be Crum,
0: K-R-U-M K-R-U-M
1: Thanks for the spelling
0: It's a reference to Conan, okay? It is, because God, Crum How about you take a walk? (laughs) Sarah, what what would you like your name to be?
2: Layla.
0: What is it? Lele, Lele, lay Le Lay, Lele, Lele. Okay, L A Y L A Y. Yeah. Don't be weird. <laughs> this is already weird enough. You don't need to make it weirder. You're totally fine. You're totally good. Uh, okay. So I got that. I got that. I got that. Okay. So we went around the table to find out uh, people's uh, races and classes and got their names. So much
4: going on upstairs, but you. <laughs>
0: okay, so I'm going to switch some music here. Okay. So as our story begins, your group has been together for a few months and you are still in the early part of your adventuring careers. Your group has just left the town of Helmsforth, following a dirt road to the east. You have been traveling for about half an hour on foot on your way to the city of Donspire. It is morning on a comfortable fall day. You have just entered Havenwood Forest. So as you travel, okay. So I need to know what people's passive perceptions are, and uh, that is right here on your sheet. It's right down here. Plus three. Plus three. Nope, no, this, 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 this one. Oh, pardon. Uh, thir- Thirteen. Thirteen.
3: Twelve. Eleven. Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Okay. You think you're better than us. So, uh, Erica or, or Lucy, um, you you hear the sound of wings beating, like a dragonfly that seems to be moving around the party, but you see no creatures nearby. So you hear this, but nobody else seems to pick up on it. So, uh, what do you do based on this information? I have no idea. <laughs> Do you tell people that you hear it?
1: I feel like I would get my bow ready.
0: Okay. You get your bow ready. Uh, so you all see um, the ranger. You're a ranger, right? Lucy. Yes. Okay. So so you all see the ranger get her bow ready. Okay. How do you react to seeing that? Obviously, she's picking up on something. Do you say anything? Do you do anything?
3: Uh, yes. We'd probably all gather whatever things we had to fight.
0: Okay. All right, so everybody kind of gets ready and prepared in case something is there. Okay. I think Crumb might say, Hey Lucy, what's up? I hear
1: something. (coughs) I hear
0: wings. (laughs) 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 What kind of wings?
1: I hear dragonfly wings.
0: You think it's like a dragonfly, yeah?
1: Yeah, small.
0: But we cannot see anything. Correct. That is correct. Uh,
4: well, I have an ability called divine sense.
0: Mm-hmm. This
4: seems like something that I might try to do if she can hear something we can't see.
0: What is um? What is divine sense detect?
4: Uh, location of any
0: celestial fiend or undead. Celestial fiend or undead. Um, you don't think that. W- that um, something with wings would fall into that category. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, as you were all thinking about this, does anybody want to do anything before I, before I continue? You're all ready. You hear something. You're ready to go in case something bad happens. Is there anything else anybody would like to do? Otherwise, I will continue going forward. I think we will just be ready okay. in case something bad happens. Okay. So, as you're all... Um, carefully prepared a small flying creature suddenly appears before you the creature looks female with almost elven features indicated by pointed ears and somewhat soft angular facial features she is about a foot tall with greenish gossamer wings like a butterfly that glow as bright as a clear dawn she has long red hair and wears simple clothing in the colors of forest greens and reds She flutters left to right, back and forth, up and down, and as she moves, sparkling dust falls from her. She says, Hello, my name is Lorelai. Are you adventuring types? She's just kind of asking all of you if you're adventuring types. Does anybody reply to her? Yes. Yes. Oh, you are. Wonderful. You see, there is this red dragon named Garthax that kidnapped a unicorn. And I need somebody to help rescue the unicorn from the dragon. Will you help me? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Outlaw is speaking for the party, which is totally okay. Okay, so Lorelei needs to basically find where where the dragon has taken the unicorn. So she doesn't know where the unicorn is. She doesn't know where the dragon is. But she thinks that this ancient creature called the Great Oak might know where the dragon is. So she's going to offer to lead you to the Great Oak to try to find out if you can, find, if you, if you can locate the dragon. So, um, okay. she's, so, so she tells you, the Great Oak might know where the dragon is. Will you come with me to the Great Oak? Sure. Yeah? Sure. Okay, great.
4: I was waiting for another congressional hearing. (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) So, Lorelei leads you southeast into the forest for about 15 minutes before you come to a large ancient oak tree. The canopy formed by its branches and leaves is maybe 100 feet in diameter, and under the oak's canopy there are no other trees. The ground under the canopy is thick with leaves. The sounds of the forest seem to be muffled here. There is a stillness around you that is very comforting. Lorelei leads you to the massive trunk of the tree at the center of the canopy, pixie dust trailing behind her as she flies. She flutters near the trunk, bobbing here and there. She says, Hello, Great Oak. Are you sleeping, Great Oak? I've brought visitors. A face appears in the bark of the Great Oak, a face that looks like that of an old man. The eyes of the great oak look over your group, and as they do, the face seems to move within the bark of the tree. It's like the tree stays steady, but the face kind of moves around in the bark. Uh, So the face looks at Lorelei. Upon seeing her, the face smiles and says, Ah, Lorelei, it is good to see you. Why have you come to see me today? She replies with a troubled smile. A unicorn has been captured by the dragon Garthax. We don't know where Garthax lives. Do you know Great Oak? The Great Oak says, Yes, I know about Garthax. He has been seen flying along or near the silver stream. Follow the stream to the south to find his lair. Garthax's evil corrupts and poisons the land around his lair. As you get closer to his lair, the grass will turn a dull gray. There will be fewer birds and more insects. And trees and forest creatures will become twisted and corrupted. Please take these gifts. What for gifts? Some of the branches from the canopy kind of bend themselves down towards you all by themselves. They just they just bend down, and you see that these apples suddenly just kind of grow magically on the branch. Mm. So the great oak wants each of you to take one of these apples. So do I you take one? them? Yes, please. Yes, yes? yes. okay. So you take the apples, so you can write somewhere on your character sheet, it doesn't really matter where. Um, you can write down, um, apple, yep. (laughs) And I'm gonna let all of you know what it does, like, like, mechanically as far as the rules go, okay? So... (laughs) So, if you, if your character eats one of these apples, okay, your character is going to get ten temporary hit points. And hit points are what your character has like if your character is like fighting a monster and a monster attacks you uh, and it hits you it'll take away some of your hit points so if you if you've eaten one of these apples you'll have some extra hit points to, to, to so you can basically sort of stay up longer and fight against these monsters okay so just remember that you have that apple there and you can eat that apple anytime that you want to because these temporary hit points stay with you like all day long so you can eat them now you can wait and eat them later it's totally up to you. Okay.
3: Could Crum search for the unicorn with his?
0: That's a good
4: thought because it's celestial. Yes. So I have to be within sixty feet. So I think we need to go to the stream first because I don't have like unlimited vision of for my divine sense. Even right. if the if unicorn was celestial.
0: Right. Right, and, and Love where your heads at, though? That that's really good thinking, though. Um, and uh, the unicorn, I think, qualifies as Fey. But your your thinking was very good, though. Um, that's that's a really good thought. Uh, so okay, so uh, you take you take the apples, and uh, let's see, where was I? Some of the branches come down. Uh, the great oak says, "There are many dangers in the forest other than Garthax." These, referring to the apples, will bolster uh, bolster you on your travels. And then, he, and then he says, Hmm, I am very sleepy. Lorelai says, If you have any questions, now would be a good time to ask. So you don't have to ask any questions. I just want to give you the opportunity to ask questions if you feel like it.
4: Does the dragon have any weaknesses that we can exploit?
0: The great oak thinks for a minute. You see the face and the bark of the tree kind of furring its brow uh, it says Garthax dislikes wildberry root if you wear it on your clothing it should offer some measure of protection so he he referred to something called wildberry root why do i write it's okay. As long as somebody in the party knows about that, <laughs> and, it, and it's something you can put on your clothing. Correct. Yeah, it's something you put on your clothing. You put it on your armor. Um, as our, as our ranger, does Lucy know what wildberry root looks like? Uh, Lucy, as the ranger, um, okay, Lucy, I'm gonna have you make a die roll now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So look on your sheet, you know, this list right here, mm-hmm. and look for uh, nature. Plus two. Plus two. Okay. So roll your blue die, the 20, and add plus two to whatever that number is. Seriously? Sorry. Rolled a
1: seven, so that would be nine.
0: So nine. Okay. So um, you think long and hard about it, and you you know that those trees exist, but you're not quite sure how to find one. Uh, Let's see. We have a sorcerer, uh, a ranger, a paladin, and... um, Sorry, Sarah, what were you again? A bard. Okay. Um, so Lorelai talks with, with the ranger, Erica. Okay. Um, Lorelai talks with you, and she says, I think that maybe I can, if you help me, we can probably locate one of these wild bearing root trees. Um, so she's going to have you make... Um, another nature check, but you're going to do it with what's called advantage. So I want you to roll your blue 20 twice and then pick the higher number. Hmm. That was a 5. And a 17. There we go. A 17. Okay. And you, your bonus on nature was plus 2?
1: Plus 2. So, so your total
0: 19. is 19. Okay. So with Lorelei's help, you feel certain that you can find a wildberry tree. So um, the great oak says I'm going back to sleep now. It was nice to see you, Lorelai. Maybe we can talk again in another hundred years. Lorelai says, Good night, Grado. Pleasant dreams. And the face and the bark of the tree disappears. Uh, So we need to follow Lorelai. You need to follow Lorelai and the ranger. Uh, Lucy and Lorelai are basically kind of teaming up together to try to find uh, where the wild berry tree is. So... um, So uh, Lorelei and the Ranger Lucy, they lead you east through the forest for about 10 minutes until you reach a stream that sparkles with a silvery hue. She leads you along the stream to the south for um, another five minutes or so, and then you come to a wildberry tree with its characteristic red leaves and red berries. Uh, Spreading out from the base of the wildberry tree are shrubs and dozens of thin roots, uh, Lorelai says, pull up a piece of root and put it on your clothing where Garthax can see it. You also see a stone not far from the tree that has writing inscribed on it. Uh, so let me see here. Do, 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 do. Um, we don't have anybody playing the druid, right?
4: That is correct.
0: Okay. All right. So um, what it says on the on the stone, you're not quite sure what that says. But Lorelai Ask people to uh, please go ahead and like pull some of the root up, and then put it on your clothing. So does everybody go ahead and do that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Nice. I also grab some
1: roots. How many roots do you want
0: us to grab? Do you just need to grab one for yourself? Maybe just a few inches long, and just stick it somewhere where it's, it's clearly visible on your armor or on your clothing. It's on my head. <laughs> it's on your head. That's good. That'll work. That'll work. A crown out of it. <laughs> Okay, so um, so as you are all going through and you're picking out the wild root, uh, sorry, the, uh, the the wild berry root, um, suddenly all of like the little twigs and the branches around you, they all start to move, and they start to pull themselves away from the ground. And what you see all of a sudden standing before you, there are these like very small creatures that are made out of twigs and they have red eyes and they have these really sharp fingers and you get the feeling that maybe they're mad that you took some of that Wildberry root, and they move to attack all of you. <laughs> so, what's going to happen now is we are going to go into a combat encounter. It's like Pokemon when the music changes. <laughs> so, uh, this is actually one of my favorite tracks. I love this track. Uh, So the first thing I need everybody to do is to roll initiative, and if you look at your sheet right up here at the very top where my finger is, you should have a number there. It might say plus zero. It might even have a minus there, but everybody take note of what this number is right up on the top that says initiative, okay? And you're going to roll the 20, your blue die, and you're going to add this number to your 20-sided die roll, and you're going to tell me what you get. So I'm going to start with Outlaw. What is your total?
3: Um, my total is 18.
0: 18. That's pretty good. And Lucy, what is your total?
1: 21.
0: Ooh, 21. Nice. And Crom. 17. 17. Oh, you're all rolling pretty well. Person. Get no bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your and Lele. What is nine. your nine? Nine is your tw- Okay. So 12 total. So 12 total. Nine. Plus three, right?
3: Yeah. And I got
0: a six. No, that's a nine. See where the dot is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, uh, on the six and the nine, they have, the they have a dot. They have a dot that shows dot? What's the sun mean
3: on the... That's
0: a 20. <laughs> that's the 20. Yeah, sometimes instead of a 20, they have a symbol on them. Just kind of makes it a little more fun. Uh, okay, and then I, I have to roll for these creatures, which are called twig lights. I'm going to roll for my guys, and I got an eight. So everybody is going to go before the bad guys, which is probably good. Okay. All right, so. Before we
4: fight yes. the bad guys, Yes. as a party, do we want to try to talk to them? We are here to help the forest because we did hear that Garthax infects (coughs) everything, and these things seem to be defending the forest and defending something that can hurt the dragon. So perhaps our bard could try to talk to them, but she doesn't have initiative.
0: But I don't know how that works. Um. uh, What what sort of thing would the bard like to do? I don't know. Do you have any abilities in there um, that can maybe influence people's attitudes? I'm not quite sure. I don't remember the exact <coughs> wording on that not sheet. Not really. Not really? Okay. I wish I
3: had talked to animals.
0: That's okay. That's right. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start on in the initiative, and then Bard, okay. when it gets to your turn, we'll see what we can do, okay? So you have a little while before your turn starts. <laughs> So, um, so the initiative order is going to be um, the uh, Lucy the Ranger, Outlaw the Sorcerer, Crom uh, the Paladin, uh, Lele the Bard, and then the Blights. That is our initiative order. So, uh, all right. So, Lucy, the, these creatures—they—they have these red eyes. They have these claws. Um, you can see that they're moving to attack you, and and they're not that far away. I'm going to say they're maybe like 20 feet away from where you all are. So, uh, what would you like to do? I mean, you probably have the option to shoot your bow. You may have an option to use, like, a sword or something. You may have some spells you can cast there on the far right side of your sheet. Uh, you let me know what you would like to do. Um,
1: I I believe I can mask, right, or hide. I can attempt to hide.
0: Uh, you pro- probably can. Uh, are you referring to something specific on your sheet? I don't know. What, what does it say? You can read It, it says, out.
1: Mask of the Wild. You can attempt to hide... Even when you are only lightly obscured by foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, and other natural. Okay.
0: You're going to run away from the twig? I'm going to hide. Okay. Okay. So, what you're going to do is you're going to look on your sheets at this list of skills. Okay. And you're going to look for stealth. You have stealth in that list somewhere. I do. And what's your bonus? It's a plus five. (laughs) Plus five. So, roll that 20, the blue 20, and give me a plus five on that roll. So, my total is 20. 20, wow, okay, so 20, okay. So as, as these twig blights get up and they start to come at you, um, there is some foliage right near you and you just kind of like magically blend in with that foliage and you see the twig blights, they're kind of confused, like they don't know where you are. So you're fairly certain that you have managed to hide yourself. Now what that means is that if you were to try to attack them either with your bow or with a weapon, that you would roll with advantage because they don't know where you are. So if you decide to attack them, you'd roll the twenty twice and take the better roll because you are hidden. And it also offers you a certain amount of safety because right now you don't think they can see you. Um, so um, we'll say that if you don't if you don't move, okay, if you stay right where you are. I will let you do something else. There's like a certain action economy where you can only do so many things. Usually you can move on your turn and you can take an action. That's usually what you do. So so your speed, your speed is on your sheet up here. It probably says 30 feet.
1: But it says 35.
0: 35, okay. So on your turn, you can move up to this number and you can also take an action. So I'm going to say that if you want to use your move, Lucy, to hide... You can you can now take an action, which can include casting a spell or making an attack. If you make an attack, you will have advantage. So you let me know what you want to do.
1: We're assuming, gang, that these are all these twigs are be really dangerous. I was. I
0: um. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Crumb, yeah. I mean, they're going to be dangerous, but I just thought yeah. maybe
4: instead of being this silly meathead who mm-hmm. smashes everything to pieces, <laughs> I could try some a different attack approach and talk to the woodland creatures. Whom we're here to
3: help. Yes, but you 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 decided to run to the bushes. I was just I was just
0: <laughs> blending in. <laughs> so I felt like it was time for someone else to step up. So it's possible that that rather than like, you know, destroying these creatures, you may be able to drive them off. So if you want to attack them, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to kill them. You could just drive them away. Uh um, okay. so, so what would you like to do? It doesn't have to be anything. If you don't want to do anything, you can just stay where you are and stay hidden. I
1: think I'm going to
0: stay hidden. You're going to stay hidden. Okay. So then we're going to go to Outlaw, who is the the dragonborn sorcerer. So you see the ranger sort of hiding in the bushes right there. You see these twig blights coming at you with red eyes and and sharp claws. What would you like to do?
3: Um... I think I'm going to try to just, like, keep them away but not, like, attack.
0: Okay. And how would you like to accomplish that? Um. You need to do something Something that, that will make them not want to come closer.
3: I guess, could I scare them, basically?
0: You could make, uh, if you look at your list of skills here, there is something called intimidation. hmm if you, if you find what the number is next to your intimidation, mm-hmm. you can roll the blue 20 die and add that to it and try to intimidate them.
3: Um, I got...
0: 20... 23. 23? Yes. Wow, okay. Now, do you want to tell me what your character says
2: uh, to try
0: to intimidate them?
2: I don't know. You don't
0: know? That's okay. All right. So so you, as this dragonborn creature, you, you yell out and, and basically tell them to stop and to not move forward, mm-hmm. okay? And so f- for the moment, they actually do stop advancing. So they're coming at you, their claws are ready, they're getting ready to swing their claws, and you bellow this big, like, draconic roar at them, and they suddenly stop for a second, and they're kind of scared. So there's a moment here where nothing is, there, there doesn't appear to be a threat from them at this exact moment, and they'll go on to crumb and see what you want to do. So they've hesitated for a second. They've hesitated for a second because of the dragonborn, yeah.
4: So I will take my greatsword and Mm -hmm. charge towards them Mm -hmm. while yelling, we're here to defeat Garthax and save the forest.
0: Okay. So I will have you do the same thing. You're going to make an intimidation check. So look for your intimidation on your skills. And I want you to roll with advantage. So you roll the 20 twice and take the better result. I got 18 plus 4 is uh,
4: 22. 22. You just want to stick with that one? I, I assume so. Yeah. I mean, don't think I can do any better than that.
0: You could roll 19 or 20. I mean... <laughs> don't take a gift. It's a 10. It's a 10. Okay. All right. So your total was um, 21, you said? 22. 22. Okay. So, so you... So first, the ranger hides. Then... The sorcerer, the draconic sorcerer, yells out and they pause a little bit, frightened. And then, based on that, uh, Krom also tries to run at them with the axe and intimidate them while also telling them that we're trying to protect the forest, okay? So I'm going to say that between all of that information, okay, these twig blights, they're really unsure of themselves and they're not so sure that attacking is the best idea. So you see them kind of talking among themselves and they basically scatter off into the forest. Okay, so the combat encounter is now over.
4: And we didn't even have to kill anything. Look at us go
1: drop? I'm it not very intimidating, me. i have a minus one <laughs>
0: well, Especially when
1: the first thing you do is hide in the leaves <laughs>
0: Yeah
4: The first sign of danger and you got out of town <laughs> At least he yelled
0: <laughs>
4: Yeah
2: Alright, okay. good job
0: team Yeah, good job, very good Okay, so let's see, where was I here um, Okay Get back to my sheet here two, three. Okay, so we did that. We did that. And we did that. Okay. So, um, just so you know, um, this isn't going to come up probably right this right this second, but uh, the wild berry root that you all now have on your person, um, any creature that's wearing it gets plus three to their armor class, um, which, again, you don't have to worry about this at the moment, but uh, you can write it down in the sheet if you want to. Uh, you You get plus three to your armor class against attacks that are made by the dragon. Okay. And you also have resistance to all damage from the dragon. Okay, as long as the dragon can see that root on you, your armor class is higher, and you have resistance to the damage from the dragon. So, um... If, if it comes to that, and you guys are fighting the dragon, we'll kind of go over that again. But I just want to make sure you know that. So, uh, Laurel scare the dragon away because we're so scary.
3: <laughs> Unless Mom hides in the bushes again. Not, not
4: very scary.
0: Okay, we'll see. We'll see how how that works trying to intimidate a dragon. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, we'll see. I don't
1: think it's gonna work.
0: No. Uh, so, um, so the pixie Lorelai, she leads you east through the forest for ten minutes. Um, I thought I that one. Why oh, didn't I? Did that one. Uh, oh no, I didn't. Uh, do, 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 do.
4: Wild got the roots, Yeah, you got then the roots. And got we got attacked yeah. by the bow truckles.
0: Okay.
2: Not bow truckles,
0: Twig fiends? Uh, twig blights. Twig blights. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but in Harry Potter, they'd be bow truckles.
3: No, because bow truckles would be screaming that it's not.
0: Those are mandrakes.
3: Really? Oh, so.
0: Well, here we go. Okay. So, uh, Lorelei leads you back to the Silver Stream, and then you continue to follow it to the south. An hour passes, and you start to notice the color of the grass changing from green to a dull gray. As you continue on, you see fewer and fewer birds, and more and more you hear the buzzing of tiny insects. The trees and shrubs gradually become twisted and gnarled. Lorelei says, "'We must be getting close to the home of Garthax. "'I'm going to become invisible.'" And so she disappears from view... You can just barely hear the sound of her wings beating among the droning sound of the insects. So you know Garthax's lair must not be far away. How would you like to proceed? So right now you don't know exactly where it is, but because the land and everything is changing, you know that that is a sign that that um, the dragon's lair is close. So what would you like to do?
1: I think I would like to eat my apple.
0: Okay. If you eat your apple... Um, so if you go to your character sheet, um, up here, this is where your, where your hit points are. There's a really tiny number there that says hit points. Um, just make a note in that box somewhere that you have 10 temporary hit points. Okay.
4: <laughs> I will follow suit because it does seem like a good idea. Okay.
0: I will do it until I get, it gets real close. Okay.
3: Just in case it
0: runs out. Well, you said it would last the
4: whole day. Yeah, it would last the whole day. Do you want to eat your apple too?
3: We would all like to eat our apples.
0: Okay, so everybody eat your apples. And you get 10 temporary hit points. Okay, so when it comes to trying to uh, locate the layer, does anybody have any ideas on how to locate the layer? Uh, You can take a look at your your list of skills and see if there's anything on your list of skills uh, that might be appropriate for what you're trying to do.
4: Would a dragon
0: qualify as a fiend? No, I would not.
3: You would pick up on Moon too, you know, the outlaw.
0: Yeah, so, you, uh, so the, so the I think skills are smart enough to notice you and other things. <laughs> the skills you have are acrobatics, animal handling, arcana, athletics, deception, history, insight, intimidation, investigation, medicine, nature, perception, performance, persuasion, religion, sleight of hand, stealth, and survival. So, are there any of those skills that people might want to try to use in this situation? Or you can just tell me, like, I would I have like to acrobatics. do this, and we'll try to. What is it?
2: I
3: have acrobatics.
0: You have acrobatics, that that may come up, that may come
4: it's up very later. Important. <laughs> uh, I would like to examine the area around us and see if anything looks suspicious.
0: Okay. So you are going to make a perception check. So that is perception is in your skills. So roll the twenty and add that perception. Ten plus three is thirteen. Is thirteen. Okay. So with the 13, I'm going to say that um, you basically have a direction because okay. you're looking at the way that the forest is changing and you're looking behind you at the way the forest was healthy a minute ago and you can kind of pinpoint a direction. You know, it's obviously not behind you, but it's also not it's not east or west. We're just going to say that you're moving south and it's obvious that you have to keep on moving south. So you're able to determine at least that much. Um, so you know you have a direction to go in.
1: Could I also do perception? You
0: could. Yep, you could. Um, And uh, do you have, uh, what is your perception bonus? I have a
1: plus five.
0: Plus five. And what is your investigation bonus? Investigation
1: is mm, plus
0: zero. Okay. So why don't you do perception? I have a
1: 14
0: plus five would be 19. 19. Okay. She's smarter Mm -hmm. than me. So, so the ranger and the paladin, you work together to basically try to keep a bead on where it is that the land is becoming the most corrupt. Uh, and you keep on moving forward. Uh, so let's see. So we have sorcerer, ranger, paladin, and bard. So let me check my notes real quick here. Um, Could okay.
3: the dragon use <clears throat> nature as a... Sure. Like a empty thing? Yeah. So
0: that's how... Like yeah, One because because people are helping you, why don't you roll the twenty twice and pick the higher number and then add your nature bonus to it?
3: Which is plus a zero.
0: That's a six. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. And then a seven. Okay. Seven. So you're trying to help them with your nature. You're not quite sure if it's working. <laughs> but you're trying to help them out. Do you have any skills you'd like really. to utilize? No. Okay.
4: Uh, Sarah, let's see here. She doesn't really have, like, a fun one for that. Gotcha. Okay. So we can continue south slowly okay. as to not... Cautiously? Yes.
0: Okay, all right. So let's see here. Um, I'm going to have the ranger make one more check. Uh, and again, we're going to do this with advantage. Uh, what is your survival, Ranger? My
1: survival is plus five. Plus five. I was looking at that.
0: So I want you to roll with advantage. So roll twice, take the higher number, and tell me what you get.
1: <laughs> Two for the first one.
0: A and line. a one. <laughs> so, so your highest was, was a seven? Seven. Was a seven, okay. Um, so it takes you a little while. Okay, you're walking for maybe like about a half an hour. But eventually, uh, with everybody's help, and including Lorelei, kind of scouting ahead, uh, you do manage to spot a cave. Okay, it takes you a little while, but you do manage to spot a cave. So uh, let's see here. So as you walk over, as your group walks over the top of a small ridge, you you see a large mountain. And you can see a cave entrance about 50 feet wide, at the, um, uh, the the cave is about 50 feet wide at the base of this mountain so and it's obvious that, that the land is becoming more and more corrupt as you got here There's the forest has kind of cleared away a little bit um, and so the where the cave is it, it's fairly open so how would you like to proceed here are you going right into the cave is there something you want to do before you go into the cave what would you like to do
3: I'd like to grab a branch from a nearby tree and okay. then lay the top of it on fire for uh, like a light
0: for a torch. Okay, so outlaw makes himself a torch. Okay, good. Um, do people have dark vision?
1: I have dark vision.
3: So,
0: the two of you have dark vision. So does Sarah. You have dark vision too.
3: I don't know. So, I'm glad I made that torch.
0: Right there. Oh, ah, okay. All right. So oh. Sarah, so your character, your character can see in the dark, Sarah. Kind of like a cat. Like cats, kind of can they can see in the dark? Your character can see in the dark. Okay, so the three of you can see in the dark. Outlaw's the only one who cannot see in the dark, so he has a, he has a torch, so he's going to use that for his light. The rest of you don't need any torches because you can see in the dark. Um, so now that you have a light and the rest of you can see in the dark, do you want to move into the cave? Yes,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like to yeah
1: investigate it. Okay.
4: Like walk up to the front and investigate it at the like the okay. mouth of the cave. Sure. Yeah.
0: Why, why don't you walk up to the front and give me perception checks? Uh, 21.
1: 21.
4: Hey, Sarah, you can do it
0: too. 22. Right.
1: 22.
0: <sighs> it's 22. I got a 21. Roll. Okay. Three. Three. Six. <laughs> That's a nine. <laughs> okay, and then
3: Outlaw? No, I got a 19. No, 19.
0: 19, wow. 20. 20. So, who got the 20, 20, who was the highest, the 21? Um, what I got it? a
2: 22. 22, okay. I got... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, our, so, our paladin, let's see here. Our paladin... Um... So, you see in the dirt, mm-hmm. at the base of the cave, uh, what looks like a hoofprint. print. Okay. Like from a horse or perhaps a unicorn Or oh, perhaps a unicorn, okay mm-hmm. <laughs> So that, that's what you see And otherwise the cave goes into darkness I mean you can see uh, I think it's about 60 feet with your dark vision Correct mm-hmm. um, So so Sarah, your character can see um, Inside the cave From where you're standing outside the cave But only see,
3: in shades of grey
0: That's right, so you basically see this tunnel that's in the shade of grey And you see it going into the tunnel Okay um, So, how would you all like to proceed now that you have this information?
3: Um, you said there's no animals around. Correct. But there's insects.
0: There's insects. That's right.
3: Do, does insects count as like an animal that we can eat? Trust to like <laughs> lead into the cave, like to see what's going on, or
1: no?
0: Uh, You don't think you can you could convince the insects to do that? No. Okay. That's an interesting thought, though. I like that. <laughs> I think I would like to proceed cautiously, but with my bow
3: drawn. With your bow drawn, okay. I I also like my dagger. I mean, yes, my dagger in one hand. Okay. And.
4: I'm assuming it's a magic staff.
3: There is a magic staff, yes, but ones plus <laughs> two and ones plus three.
0: <laughs> sure. Okay, so, so Sarah, do you want to get your get your rapier ready in just in case something scary happens, or a crossbow? Or or crossbow. Do you wanna get one of those ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get so you get that ready. Good job. And the paladin, you're readying your sword? Uh, I'm assuming I can throw the javelin. Uh, you can throw javelins, yep. So I will I will have the javelin
4: out okay. as a ranged attack. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? Like, I see you over there with your can you actually throw a javelin, alright?
0: Okay. Alright. So you've thrown So you enter into the cave. The cave entrance opens into a large chamber. The temperature is very warm. The air is very humid. There are two passageways on the far side of the chamber. The left passage has a faint glow emanating from it. You also see three skeletons lying on the ground at the far side of the chamber, nearer to the passageways. So, um, so Sarah, so your character, okay, with your dark vision, you can see into the left passage, which everybody can kind of see that it's, that, that it's glowing. Okay, but your character can see that there looks like there's a glowing pool of water. So nobody else can see that there's a pool of water in there, but you can see it. And the pool of water is glowing like magic. Okay, do you want to tell them about that? No. You don't want to tell them about that?
2: <laughs>
0: okay, so the rest of you see, see this, big, this big, big chamber, two passageways and the left passageway is glowing, and there's these skeletons laying on the ground on the far side. So you tell me how you would like to proceed.
3: Um, I'd like to throw a fireball into one of them to see farther.
0: Do you have a fireball? Um,
3: <laughs> I have five fire breath and fire bolt, but like...
0: Okay. Into one of whom?
3: Oh,
4: into the passage. Into yeah. the passage, okay. Okay. So, Do you want to talk about it as a whole group first, maybe? Before you just start
3: winging fire around? Sarah didn't let us have. I'm a, we're aware
4: a of, a of that. Of maybe magic? not a great team player thing. <laughs> maybe the rest of us want to talk about what we're doing before we just start hurling fire around.
3: <laughs> so,
1: I guess like we can. Hurls fire into it I have perception that I've used before I don't know if that's right we could just like like, kind of check it out there's
4: three skeletons that we could go examine it's up to you Allah you don't have to listen to your parents (laughs) it's totally up to you it's true you don't have parents here (laughs) Uh.
0: I'm just gonna hang out until you guys tell me what you want (laughs) go ahead what do we want what what do you want to do do you think you, want
1: you should it? check it out, or do you think you should throw your fire bolt or your
2: fire uh, breath? Uh, fire um,
0: breath. If you were going to choose one of those, I'd say use your fire bolt because you can use that all day long. But if you use your fire breath, then it's gone. Oh, so I would say use your fire bolt if you're going to do that. It
3: after you finish a short, long,
0: a short or a long rest, right? So you're not sure if you're going to get a rest or not. Okay. Um, but the fire bolt, you can just keep doing that like 100 times a day. Mm-hmm. It so fire, fire
1: bolt. Okay.
0: Wish. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't know that. <laughs>
1: Every time,
0: <Sorry> <laughs> Is uh, that is that what you want to do? No. No. Okay.
3: Um. There's.
0: He's playing um, it smart now. <laughs> do you have a question, Sarah? No. <laughs> you looked all excited all of a sudden. I'm like, what is Sarah? What is she thinking?
3: <laughs> so I guess could we go back and find an animal to, like, I guess go into the cave and like. All right.
4: What, trying to why don't anything? I <laughs> cautiously go examine the skeletons? Yes. How about that? How about you allow me to go examine the skeletons cautiously, and you can be on the ready for any
0: danger that happens.
3: Yes, I'll have fire bolts ready. <laughs> there okay.
0: You go. Okay. All right. So the paladin is going to move forward to investigate the skeletons, right? They do have a lot of knives. Yes.
1: Yes, you are going to move forward to investigate.
0: Yes. Yes, okay. please. All right. So. um... The thought occurs to you that um, you could use divine sense to determine if the skeletons are undead or not.
4: Oh, okay. There we go. Yes. Uh, so I will try to use divine sense.
0: Okay. Uh, I think I think you can just use it if uh, if you if you, read, if you just want to read the description.
4: Uh, as an action until the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead. Within 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover. Okay. You know the type of any being you sense, but not its identity. Okay. Within the same radius, you can also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated as
0: with the hallow spell. So you use your divine sense, mm-hmm. and you get this uh, magical sense all about you, and you know that those skeletons that are lying that just look like the remains of, of, of people... Um, you know that those are actually undead skeletons. Okay. So if you move close enough to them, you're pretty sure that they're going to uh, stand up and attack. They are not friendly creatures.
4: I am going to tell the party, unlike others in our party, (laughs) that those skeletons in front of us are very suspicious and if we approach them, they will probably attack us and we probably can't scare them away like we did the twig fiends.
0: (laughs)
1: Okay. Could I do a survival check?
0: For, um... That, that's usually if you're, like, trying to track something.
1: Okay.
0: Which you were trying to track the dragon.
1: Um,
4: I don't or, know. Or, I just told you there was bad guys, and you have a bow. Okay. <laughs> I just use the
1: bow?
0: I mean, right now... Are my the, bow's already ready. Right now, you know that those those skeletons are, are uh, not alive so much, but but they're animated. Um, you know that they're essentially evil, undead creatures. They're not natural. Um... And they will attack you if you get close enough. Okay. So you have the advantage right now because they're not going to get the surprise on you because your paladin figured it out. So how would you like to proceed knowing that basically you can't get through this chamber without these skeletons in the way?
2: Um,
3: let's just firebolt them, those three of them, because they're all, they're all in a relative circle, correct?
0: Um, they, are a, they are about maybe 15 feet apart. But you can certainly firebolt any one of them that you, that you would like to.
3: I'll do the firebolt in the middle of all of them.
0: Okay. So so you're going to hit the one in the middle? Yes. With the firebolt. Okay. So uh, roll your spell attack bonus. There should be like a, a number like plus something next to your firebolt. It
3: says one
0: action
1: cast.
3: two One action cast, two range, 120, one okay. creature, plus five attack bonus.
0: Yes. Okay. So, so roll the 20 and add that plus 5 attack bonus and tell me what you get. Um, 23. 23? Wow. Okay. And then it said it, does, it does 1d10 damage. So take this white die mm-hmm. and roll that and tell me what you get.
3: Three.
0: Three. Okay. So the Dragonborn Sorcerer casts this Firebolt, which is basically it's like a little ball of fire. It shoots out and it hits the skeleton in the middle of the room and it takes damage. You see some of the bones get blasted off of it, and then it jumps up, and they all jump up, and they start to move to attack. Okay, so you have started the combat encounter. So we're going to roll initiative again. So you're going to roll the 20, add this number up here in the top middle, and tell me what you get. I
1: got a
0: four total.
4: That's what okay. you get for hiding
0: the first <laughs> four okay. total.
3: I got a 19.
0: Did you roll? 4 is Lucy, 19 is Outlaw, oh, right. Krom
4: So you got 12. 12 plus a 3 is 15 I'm 15 and Sarah is a 15
0: Okay, 15 um. for Lede and 15 for Krom. Alright, let me see what my skeletons have Skeletons have, oh that's pretty good My skeletons have a 20 Wow oh, So hit you in the face with a sword So the skeletons go first. The dragon's eyes got brighter. Then it is Outlaw, Lele, Krom, and Lucy. So now we are in a combat encounter against the skeletons. So let's see. There are three skeletons. So Outlaw, the one that you shot with the fire, gets up and moves over to you. And it has, like, this old rusty short sword. It's going to try to attack you. Okay? Um... So, hold on a second. I'm going to roll an attack on what's you. What's going to
3: happen to it? And
0: we'll see what's going to happen with the short sword. So, we'll do this. I'm scared. So, the skeleton hit an armor class of 15. So, you need to look, so to look right here on your sheet. Yep. Um, I have 17. 17. Okay. So, uh, only no. against 14. the dragon.
4: 14 now, but only 17 against the dragon. Yes. Okay.
0: So it's a 14 now, and the skeleton hit 15, so that means that skeleton did connect with the sword. Okay, and you took, uh, let's see, you took, what are your hit points? The hit point is that little number Um, there, Uh, up at the, up at Looks like nine there. uh, 19. So 19
3: pluses
0: nine plus is 10. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, okay. All right, So, so you just took five damage from that short sword. So change that number 10 that you have on there and put that down to a 5. So now you have that 5 plus plus the other plus the other 8 I think right there. So you're at 13. So then uh, one of the skeletons is going to move up to the paladin and swing at the paladin with a short sword. And it's going to hit AC 17. That's more than I got. That's more than you got. Yep. Okay. So you I'm it, at 16. it rolled low damage though, so you take three points of damage. So you can take it off your temporary hit points first.
3: Do You have twelve hit points.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fighty guy. you is. You're a stay away from things and do magic guy. That's right. That's right. Okay, and then one's going to move up on the ranger and take a swing at the ranger. And I'm rolling pretty good. The AC seventeen
1: more than i
0: got i got 15 okay so you're gonna take four points of damage off of your temporary oh, skeletons hit points. are mean to us today <laughs> okay so now outlaw it is your turn what would you like to do so now the skeletons have basically advanced on your party <laughs> so they are now like closer together they're all closer together next to your group so what would you like to do
3: how many fire bolts can I send?
0: It's just every time you take your turn, you can do one fire bolt. Okay. Or you can do your dragon breath, or you can do something else. Uh, you basically get one action, and so, a, a lot of the things you do take an action. And, and keep in mind
4: that you're not supposed to really punch people physically. That's kind of like mommy he, and I. Yeah, you, you cast spells. So so you kind of want to be like behind mommy and I throwing magic at people while that, I that's hit right, people with right. my sword. That's right. <laughs> and right gonna, now, you're right in front of somebody.
3: I'm going to get my staff, which is plus two damage, but damage type is 1d8 slash...
0: Right, but keep in mind, if you do that, you're going to be walking up to them and getting close to them and, and,
3: and okay. hitting them with it. Then I'll it. get a dagger.
0: No, so what we're saying is you are, you are capable. Okay. You're allowed to move backwards. Okay. Yeah, if so, you want to move back and cast spells, that's kind of what the sorcerers do.
3: I'll move back and send...
0: Uh. So you have... You can probably just do another fireball, you right? You have burning hands. You can do firebolt. Yeah, because you can do firebolt okay. as much as you want.
3: What does the burning hands do? I think it's... Um, awesome. Burning
0: hands, it, it's kind of like your fire breath where basically it'll get like a bunch of people in front of you and it does damage to a bunch of people in front of you. So you, so you can you can use your dragon's breath, burning hands. Um, you can use either one of those to hit a lot of the skeletons, or you what can use that? the fire to just, just attack one channel? skeleton. A D four. Yeah. So, do you
1: attack all of them, or
0: just one. So what would you um, like to do?
1: So
3: my firebolt does a range of 120. Does that mean it spreads out?
0: No, that, that just means you can hit them from, like, way down the street. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but your burning hands and your dragon breath, that does spread out.
3: How, lo- how many burning hands can I use?
0: Uh, you have, I think, two spell slots there. Uh, yes, two slots. You see those circles right there? Yes. So when you use one of your spells, uh-huh. when you use one of these spells here, uh-huh. you check that off. Okay. So, essentially, you can use burning hands twice. You can use burning hands once and shield once, Uh or you can use shield twice. Um, So, it's kind of up to you. You you can spend those spell slots however you would like.
3: So, I'll put a firebolt at just one of them.
0: After you back up, right? Yes. After you back up? Okay. And you just want to use firebolt just on one of them? Yes. Okay. So, go ahead and make your attack roll. That's a plus five on the die.
2: That's 12.
0: 12. Okay. So the skeleton sees no, the fire. No,
3: wait, plus five,
0: sorry. Plus, plus five to your roll. Seventeen. Seventeen? Okay. Yes. So the fire goes out at the one that you already hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it blasts a whole bunch of the rib cage of the skeleton away with the fire. Okay. So it is, it is badly hurt, that one. It is still up, it is still functioning, but it is badly hurt. So that is a good job. Uh, so then we go to uh, Lele, Lele, what would you like to do, sweetie? Mm. Do you want to uh, attack them? Do you want to cast a spell on them? I'm not sure what uh, spell she has there, James, if you could take a look at it. Uh, she probably has healing stuff. She does, but she also has a crossbow, and it feels like we probably want to finish the combat before we start healing people. Okay.
3: Heal me after.
0: Do you want to shoot them with your crossbow, Lele? Sure. Yeah? Okay, you want to walk her through rolling yeah. the attack roll? So you roll this one, and then you add five to it. Okay, so we rolled a three, plus five is eight. So a total of eight. A total of eight. the Crossbow. Okay, so unfortunately, the crossbow shoots like right next to the skeleton, and the skeleton dodges out of the way because his armor class is a little bit higher. Okay, so we didn't we didn't get it that time. That's so okay. Not that time. I got a
3: twenty.
0: You might get it next time though. <laughs> uh, and is she? She's far away, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool.
2: Alexis yep. is. Your and
0: Krom, you are up next.
4: Okay, uh, and I was struck by a skeleton, so I am engaged. Yes. Um, So I am just going to attack the skeleton who is attacking me. Right in front of you. Go for it. Yep. Um, Okay.
0: And I rolled a five. (laughs) Five plus. That's great. Um, uh, Plus five plus five is ten. Ten. That skeleton manages to move out of the way. Okay. (laughs) And then we have Lucy. What would you Could like to do, Lucy?
1: I, so, my, I have a short bow yep. and a long bow. Which? How far away
0: am I? Which? Um, I mean, you can get them easily with either one of those.
1: Perfect. I'd like to, can I do two things? Can I back yes. up and use my bow? Or um, no? So,
0: there is something that does come up sometimes when you back away, okay? Okay. Um, so, but I didn't do it for Outlaw, so I'm not going to do it for you. So uh, there's a thing called an opportunity attack where if you're engaged in melee and you move away, they get to swing at you. Um, but we're just okay. going to skip that to, to keep the complexity level kind of down. Okay. So you step back away from that. Skeleton, mm-hmm. and you fire one of your bows at them. Probably whichever does the higher damage.
1: They're both the same, so I'll go with the short bow. Okay,
0: so you shoot the short bow at the skeleton. So I
1: have a plus five. That's a shoot, short sword, Mark. Oh, short sword, not a short bow. Short sword.
0: Sorry. Well, so if you're so you gonna use the long bow then. I'm gonna use the long bow. Okay. Okay. So I have a total of eighteen. Total of eighteen. So that does hit the the armor class of the skeleton. So then you roll the damage. Yay! Uh, whatever the damage. Uh, is that the
1: white
0: one? Uh, what does it say on your sheet? This is D8, D8, D6. It says D8. D8, plus D8. three. Yes. SP. So D8 is the like the grayish one. Okay. Yep. So roll that, and then it should say like a D8 plus something.
1: Yep, plus three.
0: So what's what's the total? So my total would be five. Five. Okay. And are you shooting at the one that's already been damaged? The one that's yes. been hit by two fireballs, yes. uh, firebolts. Okay. So you shoot your bow, and you hit it right in the sternum with that, and it shatters into a bunch of little pieces. And that skeleton is now no longer in the fight. Yay! Good shot. So then we go back up to the top of the round, and a skeleton is going to attack the paladin. And is going to get AC 13. I have AC
4: 16. So it
0: misses you. Um, do you, are you using a shield? Does it say shield anywhere? It in does there? not say a shield. I just am super tough. Okay. Just so, so, so you basically use you basically uh, use your uh, what kind of weapon is it? Axis? Great sword. Great sword. You use your great sword to basically try to defend yourself against this attack, and it managed to misses. So then I'm gonna have one go after uh, the the ranger again, seeing that you are, are destroying skeletons. No. It's take a swing at you, uh, but it rolled terribly. Is he 10? Probably not going to hit you? Nope, I'm a 15. <clears throat> okay. So then we go on to Outlaw. So, that, so there's two skeletons left.
3: Okay. Um, so there's one near Lucy, very close to Lucy, correct?
0: It's not right up on her, but yes, it's close. Okay. Yes
3: there's one right next to...
0: There's one right up on, on on Crumb, yeah.
3: And if I hit the one next to Crumb, will, in a miss, will Crumb get attacked?
0: If you use the firebolt and you shoot and you miss, you won't hit Crumb.
3: Okay, so I'll do the one... The firebolt? Right next to Crumb.
0: Okay, so roll a 20 and add 5 and tell them what your total is.
3: Um, My total is... 14
0: 14 That is good enough You hit it with the firebolt Roll roll the, the white D10 Tell me what you get uh,
3: 5
0: 5 Okay So you you again Blast off some of the ribs In the rib cage mm-hmm. And it's still standing there But it's definitely damaged So then Lele Do you want to shoot With your crossbow? Yeah Okay Did you lose a die? We did <laughs> just Here, just sir, worried You worried about can... the kid and... you, can, you can borrow your brother's <laughs> 18 and a B 18 and then you have a, probably a bonus on top of that right uh, so let's see what's on your sheet plus 5 plus 5 so you hit AC 23 you hit the skeleton with your crossbow okay Yay. so damage yeah. crossbow is 26 so roll roll this one roll the red 6 and add 3 to that thank you
3: dad 5
0: plus plus six. 3 Eight is plus three. Five plus three is what? Eight. Eight? That skeleton had eight hit points, and you just did eight hit points of damage. Like a sniper. So that skeleton Woo-hoo! goes kaboom and falls into a whole bunch of pieces. Good job. Excellent job. Okay. Good job, so then we are on to Krom. There's only one left. The one that you're fighting is right in your face. Okay. I'm going uh,
2: <laughs> to try to redeem myself okay.
0: and hit it Okay. with my sword. <laughs>
4: And I rolled ten. Plus five is fifteen. Fifteen is high enough to hit.
3: So bad at rolling dice.
4: We're aware of that. So uh, my damage is two D six plus three. Wow, that's I a believe, lot of damage. Right? Yep. Okay. So.
0: Okay. <laughs> One and a two on the dice, though. <laughs> so what's the total damage? Fine. Six. Nope. Six. Three. Five. 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 Okay. So you swing through the greatsword and you do knock off some bones, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we go back up to the top of the initiative and it's going to attack you back.
3: I'll heal everybody. Oh we're my done.
0: goodness! I got something called a critical success. <laughs> which means that it does double damage with its short sword. Mm-hmm. But the first die roll that was, was a one right. for damage. Okay. So you take a total of seven damage. Okay. Does that get through your temporary hit points? It does. <laughs> good thing you ate that apple. Does it go into your regular hit points? It does not. I have my regular hit okay, points. Okay, all right. All right, good, good, good. All right, so then it is on to uh, Outlaw. You just saw the skeleton get a really good hit on the paladin.
3: I'm I'm definitely going to hit...
0: Uh, firebolt again? Yes. Okay, <laughs> go for it. The sorcerer shoots out a fire Firebolt.
3: Eight
0: damage. Uh, No, it's eight to hit. (laughs) (laughs) It's eight to hit, but that misses the skeleton.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, So then we go on to Lele. Do you want to use your crossbow again? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, go ahead and make an attack with your crossbow. One. Oh, one. Oh, that means you miss. (laughs) You you destroyed the the other skeleton, though, Lele. Lele. You did a good job with the other one. Uh, but you missed that one. So then we're on to Crom. You have the skeleton in your face. <laughs> a two. Is that a two? <laughs> That's probably going to be like a seven to hit, probably, somewhere on there. Yep. So this skeleton kind of laughs in your face mm-hmm. as you miss.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then we're on to Lucy. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to use my longbow. Longbow, okay. No. Right. Plus no. five, 13. No. 13? That is high enough. <laughs> Whew. And what's the damage? Um, plus three. Uh, one d six plus three. One d six plus three. So the red. So one d eight. So one d eight. Okay, so so the gray die. Yep. That plus three. Oh man. How much?
4: Eleven. Well, that's the maximum you could get. Why did you say oh man? You do eleven oh. damage.
0: I thought it was gonna hurt me. No. Oh. No, no. No. This is your shooting she rolls low. to hurt you. Oh. You hurt them. All right. nice. Yeah. So I got you did eleven damage. Yes. Wow, you, you hit that skeleton right in the head and knock its skull off, <laughs> and it falls to the ground, and that is the end of combat. Good job. You guys are lucky to have me to absorb all your hit points. But <laughs> That's you, right.
3: But your skeleton's still alive. She just killed She just killed head. it. Oh.
0: She just destroyed that right. skeleton. She did, yep.
3: Now would everybody like me to heal them? I did
0: nothing. So. Yes. Yeah, so, so with the bard, Sarah, do you want to heal people?
3: Sure. Okay. She can she heal our apple hit points or no?
0: No, no. The apple hit points don't come back. Um. So who has who taken the most damage? Dad. No. Actually, let, let me rephrase that. Who has the lowest amount of hit points? <laughs> Let's rephrase that. Me. You do?
3: Yes. I. Okay. Have
1: Fourteen.
0: Sarah, could you have Lele? But, she, but Alex can't. is still on his temporary He's hit points.
4: He's on his temporary.
1: Oh, okay, I'm temporary. still on my temporary. And
4: track. I'm at my regular. And Sarah has no damage, so
2: she has 20 total. <laughs> okay, so, so
0: so including the temporary hit points, who has the lowest the lowest total?
2: <laughs>
0: it's you. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah, why don't you have Lele use healing word on your dad? Healing key, word, or, or whatever your do you have a healing word? Healing
4: word. Yeah. One mm-hmm. bonus action to cast. The creature regains one d4 plus three hit points. So Sarah, can
0: you roll the purple triangle die for me? Yeah, roll that one. So two, and what was the bonus on this spell? Three, plus three. Plus three? Okay, so you, so Sarah, your character reaches over and heals the paladin for five hit points. Good job, that's awesome.
2: he's <laughs> rich,
0: Okay. Is, is there is there anything else you guys want to do before we continue? Do you need to do some more healing, or are you going to stop um, there? Um, some of you might have healing potions. You don't necessarily have to use those now if you don't want to.
1: Do you only get to use the potion of healing one time?
0: Right. You drink it and then it's gone.
4: Yeah. And it's only for your base hit points, not for your temporary hit points. Correct.
0: Yeah. yeah. The temporary so, hit points always—they're uh, just gone. Um, so I, okay. am I, I'm at 12, though, right? So, but. <laughs> So, you have 12 hit points, James?
4: Well, uh, so I have I, my base is 12. That skeleton went through all my bonus. Okay. So, that her healing word wouldn't heal me up to my temporary again.
0: Uh, no, it would only hang up to that after that yeah. 12. Yeah. Okay.
4: Yep. Uh, so, we just destroyed three skeletons. Yep. Um, Good I job. would like to look around the chamber okay. for any valuables they may
0: have dropped or any anything we could collect. Should sure, I sure. do that too? Sure, yeah, you can. Uh, So so what you and... uh, So what Lele and uh, Krom basically find are some, like, scraps of old rusty armor from the skeletons. And they have, like, these rusty swords. Those aren't really worth anything. Uh, You do find ten gold pieces, though. If you want to write ten gold pieces somewhere, you do find ten gold pieces. Okay, the DM is going to organize his papers here and make sure he's got everything I'm going. taking a
4: skeleton molar as a trophy mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nice. A, I'm going to hang it next to my berry root <laughs> just
0: so everybody
4: knows well as a paladin I kind of want to let the undead people know that I'm not to be trifled with because I will stay still while my party kills them
0: <laughs> uh, that's fine. especially okay. with
3: fire
2: bolts
0: Okay, so, you are now in this very large chamber, and there are two passageways leading off the chamber. One where something is glowing, and one where it, it's just like a dark passage, although you can see, and you can see, and you can see. Um, so, do you want to go to the left glowing passage, or the right not glowing passage?
3: Glowing I passage?
0: Do you want I, to go to the glowing passage?
3: I, I still have the torch, correct?
4: You do. Lele. Why do you suggest that we go towards the Glowing Passage? <laughs> um,
2: I don't know.
0: <laughs> do you want to tell them that you saw a glowing pool of magical water in there? Yes? OK, she's taking her head Yes.
3: Because I saw a magical glowing water pool thingy.
4: Ooh, that sounds like something wow. we should investigate. Would you like to lead the way?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the, does anyone have the highest? I'm height?
4: technically the toughest. Okay, so the Paladin. Do will you have
3: the away. best investigation skills?
4: No, but I can cautiously <laughs>
0: go forward uh, while perhaps doing a perception test. Can I make
1: something with your dice? I can do perception too.
0: Okay, so you're going to move into that passage with the with the glowing light coming from it and the mm-hmm. glowing pool of water, as Lele described.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: So. Uh, if people want to give me perception checks, you can certainly do that.
3: My perception is plus one. Same. Well, mine, mine is perception. So we'll roll the blue 20 and then
4: add your number. So I got a 19 for perception. 19. What's my perception? I got a
3: 14. 14 roll 19. The blue dice first. Um, I also got a 14 14?
4: Plus 15. 15 plus, plus your one. perception. Which is right here. So
0: fifteen plus two is what number?
3: Seventeen.
0: Seventeen. Okay, so you got the highest, Lele. Okay. Um. So what you see is your character is a bard, right? Okay. So you see that you're you're not in, you're not quite in the room yet, but you look around the room, and you have a very good perception, so you don't see any sort of traps, so you don't see any sort of monsters. You don't see any dangers of any kind whatsoever. So do you want to tell the rest of your party that, that everything is safe in there? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So Lele tells you all that everything is safe inside there. <laughs> um, so you proceed inside, and there is this glowing pool of water, and the water from the pool, it rises up, and it forms a vaguely humanoid figure. It kind of looks like a person, sort of. Uh, you hear a soft male voice say, I am the guardian of the pool My duty is to allow only those who are pure of heart Who are good intentioned To gaze into the pool And receive a gift that will aid them in the future Garthax tolerates my presence Only because I can't be destroyed I must ask three riddles Before anyone may gaze into the pool If you try to look into the pool Before answering the riddles I will have no choice but to stop you I sense your group is pure of heart would you care to try to solve the riddles and get something beneficial from the pool? Yes.
3: Yes. Yes? Okay. Daddy.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: So, the the, the figure that looks sort of like a person um, says, I have towns without people, forests without trees, and rivers without water. What am I? I'll read that again. I have towns without people, forests without trees, and rivers without water. What am I? Can anybody figure out what that what, what the answer to his riddle is? Towns without people, forests without trees, and rivers without water. If people are stuck, I can have people make checks for hints, too, so...
2: We're a very smart family. Let's go. Come on.
0: (laughs) So,
4: towns is like where people live or things live. Okay.
2: So, like.
0: Yeah, but
4: um, but but there's no people. Forests without trees. Mm -hmm.
0: And rivers without water. Yeah. So,
3: like acid rivers.
0: (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's
4: What's coming to my mind is like an ant colony. Yeah. but I
3: doubt that that's
0: what waver I don't I don't really know I don't know that part Uh, let's see, so um, if everybody looks at their uh, look at your intelligence score so this is actually on the very very far uh, Mm. mine is an 8 minus 1
3: mine's um,
0: a this one right here, intelligence 12 12, okay um, and what is our a 10.
2: Um
3: oh, 10 too. Okay. Yes.
0: So everybody roll the 20-sided die and add that bonus that's next to that number.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you really you've really let us down cerebrally here. A
0: 10. <laughs> so Can I you please roll. So, so you got a 10. Yeah. And
2: what
0: would you get, Lucy? I got a 1. I got a 1. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would you get? And I got a, I I got, a got a
2: 9 20.
0: total and Sarah got a uh, twenty. 10 plus
1: 20, one is eleven. 20,
0: eleven. 20. Sarah. 20. <laughs> okay, Sarah. Sarah, um, you did get the highest roll though, so um, you have an idea that what this what this um, pool of water is talking about is it's talking about some kind of an object. Okay, you know it, it's some kind of an object. It, it's it's a it's a large flat object. Okay, and this large flat object. Has towns with no people, forests without trees, and rivers without water. Okay, and you think it's very flat—a large, flat object. So, do you tell? Do you suggest this oh, to your is party it, like members? Like a map? <laughs> uh, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so Lele suggests that to all of you. So, what do you come up with?
3: Um, <coughs> we we think it's a map.
0: That is correct. That is the answer. Very good. Okay, riddle number 2. Okay. I have a tail, I have a head, but no legs. I am probably with you right now. What am I? I have a tail, I have a head, but no legs. I am probably with you right now. What am I? Phoenix? I like that. Eh? I like that. <laughs> that guess though. Coin. You are right. Very good, Lele. That is awesome. Okay, so we got one more. Ready? Here we go. I am the beginning of the end and the end of before. What am I? I am the beginning of the end and the end of before. What am I?
3: Like a future, past, and present thing.
4: All right, it's so a little
0: more simple than that. you take a guess. An E. That's correct. Very good, Lele. It's an E. Good job. Okay. So, now that you've all answered the riddles, okay, you can look into the pool and you can get a special item. Mm. So, Lele, you are playing the bard, right? Mm. Um so you look into the pool and you see um, a magical crossbow. Okay, so Is it you, mine? It's yours. Yes. Yes, you get to take the magical crossbow. So you re- does did, did your character reach in the pool and take it?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, all right. So now whenever you attack with that crossbow, you get an additional plus one to hit, an additional plus one to damage, because it's magic. Okay, and the paladin... We uh, might want to jot that down. It's fine, it's fine. Uh, so you get um, a plus one greatsword. Okay. You see that appear. So it's another plus one to hit and damage. And uh, the ranger, you get a plus one longbow, which is an additional plus one to attack and plus one to damage. And let's see. And we have the sorcerer, right? Yes. The sorcerer. Okay. So you get a magical plus one staff. So um, when when you cast spells... So is it attack and damage? It it is attack and damage. So like when you use your firebolt, Mm -hmm. you are now um, rolling plus uh, plus six on your roll. With my staff? Because you you actually cast your spells out of the staff. Okay. So you you point your staff and the firebolt comes out of the staff. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when when you go to attack with the firebolt, you're getting plus six to attack, and then it's 1d10 and then plus one to the damage. Okay. Okay. So you all gaze into the pool and you get your magic items. Awesome. Wait,
3: so now that I can see it?
0: But we all saw it. Uh, yeah, because... We, yeah. we got
4: gifts from the pool because we all answered right. the little, the rattles.
0: That's right. Okay. So, um, now that you've done that, do you want to go back and to explore the right passage? Assuming this passage is... There's nothing else in off. here except for the pool. Yep. Yep. Yes.
3: I think... I think that <clears throat> we should probably, like, find... Some find a, like a, a place to rest because if we if we use if we, cause we have what if we have to use something like an
4: I appreciate what you're, what you're saying here. Um, the DM has kind of designed this to be like a like a one playthrough thing, okay. so I don't think he designed any nap periods.
3: Oh, in okay. <laughs> so your, your dad is
0: essentially correct.
3: <laughs>
0: okay. So let let's go to the other cave. There we go. Okay. So um, as you're moving into that cave, um, Sarah, uh, Lele, okay, you hear. Um, do you know what? Do you know what sound a horse makes? Nay. <laughs> yeah, or, or or a whinny or a neigh. Yep. So so you know that you're looking for a unicorn, right? Which is a horse, and you hear the faint sound of what you think is like a neigh or a whinny. Okay. Now, it doesn't seem that anybody else in your party can hear it, though. Do you tell them what you hear? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you hear it, and nobody else does, and we'll move on. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's see. Hear the noise. Okay, so you move on for maybe another like ten minutes going through these passageways, And Lele, you can see, and uh, the paladin and the ranger can see, and our sorcerer has the torch lit. So you arrive at a large chamber that is hundreds of feet across and hundreds of feet tall. There is a massive treasure hoard on the floor in the chamber. There are mountains of gold all over the chamber that are 50 feet high in some places. It's this huge treasure hoard full of gold pieces. The hoard goes from one side of the chamber to the other. And but in the middle of of this giant pile of treasure, okay, there's a, there is a, a path that goes through the middle into the middle of the chamber that leads to a cage, and inside the cage you see a horse with a horn on its head. Okay, you see a unicorn. Okay, and you hear this monstrous voice that just seems to emanate throughout the entire chamber. You don't see anything speaking, but you hear this voice say, Why have you come here? But you don't see anything. You just hear this monstrous voice. What do you do? The unicorn is way out in the middle of the room. Kill it? Kill the unicorn? No! (laughs) Oh, I thought you were saying kill the unicorn. You want to kill the voice? Yes. Okay, well you don't see anything to, to, to attack just yet.
3: Um, I like to put my a shield that I have on, right?
0: The the shield spell.
3: Wait, do I have a shield?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, the uh, you can put the shield spell on, and then basically, like for for your first round of attacks, like if something somebody, if somebody's attacking you, yes, you'll have a higher EC for that first round. Yes, okay. I'd like to
3: do that. Okay, so you can't oh, I can put someone shield. to sleep.
0: You can. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the voice again says why have you come you should leave or you will be destroyed
3: but I don't want to be destroyed
4: Um, may we please have the unicorn (laughs) the
0: unicorn is my dinner
3: Mm. why because it's very tasty I
0: like unicorns
3: (laughs) unicorns are not tasty
0: I disagree. <laughs> They're really good with ketchup.
3: But you don't have any ketchup.
4: How do you know I have a giant treasure horde? It's true. They could have. You could have some ketchup. I
0: around. could have a whole kitchen in here.
3: But that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir.
0: So you actually see that you see the treasure hoard start to move. You see like these waves, almost like on an ocean, kind they of moving can. through the gold like some large creature is in there. Okay, and then you hear the voice say, this is your final warning. Leave now or I will destroy you. Can I use my insight to figure out where Uh, the voice is coming from. It's coming from the giant pile of gold that's moving. It, around. it is, but if you want to make an inside check, an inside check is like is like is like when you are speaking to somebody. It is something that you use when you are speaking with somebody, and you can basically try to see if you can get kind of a read on their level of truthfulness, and like if they mean what they say, or if they're or if they're just kind of full of it. Um, if you want to make an inside check on the voice, I will let you do that.
4: This one might be a good idea for
0: you <laughs> when we finally see the dragon.
3: <laughs> so, medicine. What does the medicine do?
0: Medicine is like if somebody goes to zero hit points and they have oh. no hit points left at all, and then they're lying there and they're basically um, uh, they're they're hurt really badly. Um, somebody okay. can use medicine to try to uh, stop them their condition from getting any worse. Um, but typically, if you have any kind of like a healing potion or healing magic, it would be better to use that on a person with zero hit points. But okay. if you have nothing to do to heal, then you can use a medicine check to try to stop somebody from from dying. Basically, if they're at zero hit points,
4: are we within uh, ranged combat range with the two the crossbows and the bolt and the, the
0: bows? From- uh, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, you think so? I mean, the, I would say that the, the unicorn's probably about 60 feet uh, in front of where you are. Okay. I mean, if anything were to come out right now from the treasure horde, the people with the bows could definitely shoot okay. at it. Definitely so, shoot at it.
4: So, um, I'm going to suggest that uh, our bard uh, talk some crap and maybe do vicious mockery Why
2: to the I dragon. do crap?
4: So you can, you can cast vicious mockery. One creature, if the target can hear you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of the next turn. So if you get it a little bit riled up and it exposes itself, we can then go attack it and it'll be at a
0: disadvantage. Yeah, you can totally do that, Sarah. You want to try to do that? Sure. Okay. So so what do you say to this dragon, Sarah? To, to, to kind of annoy it a little bit What do you say?
3: <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad though
0: You don't have to say anything bad You can just maybe kind of poke fun at it a little bit
2: Okay
0: It doesn't have to be bad You can just poke fun at it What if you tell the dragon that his mother wears army boots?
2: <laughs>
0: you could say that <laughs> You could say I don't think you're very strong I don't think you're very powerful
2: Mm.
0: Or I think you're lying or anything like that at all.
3: Who eats ketchup with unicorns? Right. Everybody Who eats ketchup with that. unicorns?
0: Oh, you say that okay, so then you gotta so then it has to make a wisdom save. So I'm gonna do that for the dragon. I'm gonna do that. So Okay, so I rolled a really a really low number. So 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 Sarah, so Lele says that to the dragon, right? <laughs> they say that to the dragon, and then you hear the dragon go, Ah, because it's taking psychic damage from your vicious mockery. And then it bursts up out of the gold, and moves to attack. But you can see that it's it's disoriented because of, of your spell that you used on it. So that was really good, and now we're going to go into combat. And you did some damage to the dragon already. Very good, so let's roll initiative for everybody. I rolled a 20. Okay, why don't you roll it again, just for fun. <laughs> did you get a one,
1: Mom? I got a seven. Okay, you rolled a six. I have a 19.
3: <laughs> What's initiative? <laughs> no Plus. It's,
2: cool, right? it's yeah. up at the
4: top. If you want to roll it for real, okay. I think you'll roll better. Um, but you do you.
3: 15.
0: Plus one. I got 15. Okay, so. And my total got... is 10. Uh, <coughs> 10 for Lucy. 15 for Outlaw.
4: I have a 17.
0: Uh, 17 for Krom. 18. And 18 for Lele. I I got my dragon's roll. Okay. Okay. All right. So our initiative order is going to be Lele, Krom, Outlaw, Lucy, and then the dragon. So we have our bard, paladin, uh, sorcerer, ranger, and then the dragon. So you see this huge red dragon Coming up out of out of the treasure hoard. So Lele, do you want to use that new fancy magical crossbow that you just got and shoot the dragon with it?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Why don't you roll to attack and see if you can get him? Big money, big numbers, no whammy. Seventeen. Seventeen. What is that with all your bonuses? Plus one is eighteen. Plus five is twenty-three. Wow, that's a really <laughs> high number. So you shoot your magical crossbow, and you hit that dragon right in one of its arms. Can you roll damage? This. This one? Four. Four damage, okay. Um, so plus something? So seven. Seven, seven damage, got it. Uh,
4: uh, when you get a plus one crossbow, is that plus one of the damage as correct. well? Correct, correct. So eight total damage.
0: Okay, eight total damage... Good shot, Lele. You did great. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we're on to Krom. So you're going to have to move up if you want to engage it in melee Krom. Well, first I'm going to throw my javelin. Okay, you can throw the javelin. For a natural 20. Natural 20, all right. So you roll the damage die twice. Whatever the the javelin's damage is. 1d6. So 4... And a five. Nice. So nine plus, this should be probably a bonus there. Uh, plus three. Yep. So 12. So 12 damage. Okay. So you throw that javelin and you hit it right in the neck and it roars. Ah! Okay.
3: You can't throw it real life though, can you? Okay. No. <laughs>
0: so then we go to outlaw.
3: Um. Does the... Does does the fire breath come from the staff or your mouth?
0: Um, you can either do it from your mouth because you're because you're a dragonborn, or you can do the fire bolt or the burning hands from your staff.
3: Okay, so I will
0: do the fire bolt. Okay, so roll the attack, which now should be a plus six to your roll. Yes. Nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> it, it, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing at your die roll uh, Okay, so the dragon moves out of the way as you shoot it though So you miss with the fire bolt. Cool. So then we go to Lucy, our <laughs> ranger
1: Alright, I'm going to use my longbow
0: Alright You're going to try to shoot that dragon with your longbow I oh, am yeah. Alright
1: But you'd be better with javelin though Alright, so I got an 8 plus So 13 plus my 1 from... Yep. The pool, so yep. 14.
0: 14, that is high enough to hit. You and You sink an arrow in. Nice. And what's your damage? It's plus four. Um, so roll the. Plus oh, four. I got a damage. 1d8. It, so that, 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 that's the gray one, yep. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So eight total. Eight total, and is that including the magical plus yes. one to it? Yep. Okay. So eight damage. Okay, got it. Okay, so, so far, the dragon has has two arrows in it. it has a crossbow bolt and an arrow uh, and a javelin sticking into it. <laughs> um, so it is going to use its fiery breath weapon. You see its chest get all red and glowy, and it rears its head back, and it shoots fire all over the place, over, over where all Don't of you are. Don't we those roots? You do. You do. So what I need you to do first of all is I need you to... Everybody has to make a dexterity saving throw. So up in this box up here, there should be uh, a dexterity in this box up here. Plus one. So roll the 20 and tell me what you get for your dexterity saving throw. My
1: total
0: is 10. Your total is 10, okay. 13. 13, okay.
3: My total is... 8.
0: Eight. Okay. And Sarah's total is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So, um, this fire breath comes out, and uh, I'll see what the damage is. Oh, that's very low. Oh, that's really—that's very low. <laughs> okay. So, um, so the fire damage—the total fire damage—is six fire damage to every single one of you as this fire washes over you. <laughs> but okay, so Lele, mm-hmm. you made your dexterity saving throw,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and. Um, the paladin also made the dexterity saving throw. So because you're all wearing,
2: have
3: damage resistant to, to fire. fire. Okay.
0: So because because you have the wildberry root, you automatically take half. So it goes from six down to three. Ooh. Okay. Because we made the saving throw. Um. Because because you have the wildberry root. Okay. So because you have because you made the saving throw, you have it again. So it's actually one fire damage to the, to each of you, and one um, and you take three fire damage, and you take three fire damage.
3: But I have the fire resistance.
0: Right. So, um, but you failed the save, right? Yes. Yeah. So so you, instead of taking six, you take three. Okay. Uh, and you...
3: And we take uh, how much?
0: You failed the save? Yes. And, and you had no fire resistance at all? Okay, so you actually take six. Okay. You take six fire, you take three, and each of you takes one.
3: I okay. s- I'm still on my apple, oh. so... Okay.
4: <coughs> So you have not taken any damage yet, right,
0: Sarah? She hasn't taken any. So you are at a total of 19 hit points. That's really good. So the dragon breathes fire on all of you, and we take six damage over there, three here. Each one of you takes one. So the wild barrier root is protecting you, and your natural fire resistance is protecting you. And
3: the shield charm.
0: Uh, yes, and the, and the, the shield is for more like for melee attacks, though. Okay. But, but, your, but your natural dragon resistance is, is helping them. So, we're gonna go back up to the top of the round. Lele is back to you. The dragon is going to take you with a little bit of fire damage. You're gonna shoot it with your magical crossbow? Yeah? Okay, go ahead and roll. Okay, so you got 18. 13, right? Plus, plus one. five, plus one, is how many? That's a lot of (laughs) math. 19, okay.
2: 19.
0: 19, okay. You do hit the dragon again with your crossbow. So now you need to roll some damage. This one. Six. So, um, 10. 10 damage total? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, ouch. That was a good shot, Lele. So it cries out as you hit it with that crossbow he bolt. He cries? <laughs> he cries out, he yells. <laughs> uh, so then we're on to Krom.
4: Uh, so I guess I will have to charge into the dragon okay, to move hit him up, with my move up into melee. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I got an 11. Plus 1 is 12, plus 5 is
0: 17. 17
4: is enough to hit it. Okay, so 2d6 plus 3. Or plus four. That's a lot of damage. Uh, 14 total damage.
0: 14. Ow. Okay, you take a big swipe with your sword and do a lot of damage to the dragon. Outlaw.
3: Okay. Um, I'm going to do fire hands. Burning hands. Sorry.
0: Burning hands? Okay. Fire hands. And um, can you read? Can you read it off of there and see how much um, damage it does?
3: Burning hands. One action to cast fifteen cones. Dexterity. Fifteen.
1: Fifteen. 15, 15 cones. cone. Fifteen foot cone. Okay. It's like how what it looks
3: okay. like. Okay. Dexterity yeah. save throw DC thirteen.
0: DC thirteen.
3: Uh, D three D six. Fire damage on a field save, half as much on as a se- successful.
0: Okay. So, so roll three d six and give me the total of the three d six.
3: Three
0: d six, dead. Oh. And the dice are red, which is good for fire. There you go. <laughs> Command point reroll. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh,
3: I got four. Four. A total of four.
0: Okay, so you do hit it with fire.
3: What
0: else did we do? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's
0: uh, uh Yeah. So, so you, you sh- so you shoot out this cone of flame, and it hits the dragon. It doesn't seem to take a lot of damage, and it could also be because it uses fire, so maybe it doesn't take as much damage from fire, kind of like you. Does it
3: blindside him a little?
0: No, 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 no. (laughs) But the two of you are like red dragons, like fighting each other. So you're burning each other, but you're not taking as much fire damage from each other. (laughs) Um, So then we go to Lucy. See if my
1: longbow can help. Um,
0: I got a nine. Nine. Um, So the dragon just bats away your arrow with its wing. You do not get that. Um, So now It is on to Garthax The dragon and I'm going to roll to see If it gets its breath weapon back So let me see It did not get its breath weapon back So in that case it's going to make Some biting and some clawing attacks Against the paladin So here we go with a bite against the paladin
3: Is this a paladin?
0: That's your dad
4: Before it bites me I say
0: please don't (laughs) It ignores you but it rolls a natural one on the bite so that's a miss then it is going to go for claw attacks claw attack number one is uh, AC 17 that'll do it so you take uh, 5 slashing damage from a claw and then oh, AC uh, 10 is probably going to miss you yes okay So it did, it it tried tried a bite and two claws against the paladin. It did some damage to the paladin. And then we are moving back up to the top of the round. So Lele and her magical crossbow, feel free to shoot at the dragon.
3: Okay. Please do. (laughs) My fire won't do anything. 11 plus plus 5. Yeah. 16.
0: Yeah. 17. 17. Good job. And you hit with that. Good job. Now you can roll some damage. Very good, Lily. That was great. How much damage do you do? Four.
2: <laughs>
0: four plus.
2: One.
0: And then plus. <laughs> so Three. it's four plus four. Oh. Four plus four. How much is that? Eight. Eight. All right. You sink another magical crossbow bolt into the dragon. You're doing really great. <laughs> All right, Krom, the paladin, you're going toe-to-toe with the dragon, buddy.
4: Uh, I know that he has several arrows in him. He does. And a javelin. Yes. Am I close enough where I think I could try to stab
0: into one of the existing wounds? Uh, you could try. I mean, it's essentially... Um, th- there's no way to do any extra damage just by aiming. Okay. Uh, you just basically have to make a straight attack. All right. I'll, I'll just... Uh, no. <laughs> uh I'm not sure what else you have on there for features for a paladin. Um, he, he, I, um Do you have Divine Smite on there? Yeah, I don't know if you have that. No, yet.
4: I have Lay On Hands.
0: Okay, so that's healing. Uh,
4: yeah, and then I have like a potion of healing. Okay. So I only have six hit points left. So like I'm I'm oh, okay. actually hold on. Um
0: Sarah. Oh, yeah. Uh your healing word um is a bonus action, which means that you can do your attack with the crossbow and you can also heal somebody. So do you want to heal the paladin with your healing word? Yeah? Okay. So roll the d4 and then add 3 to it. And you don't even have to touch him. You can be far away with that one. So the 4 is at the top. 4 is at the top. And then add 3. 4 plus 3 is? 7. 7! So Lele uses magic to heal the Paladin seven hit points. Good job! That was awesome. Can I go above or just to my max? Just, just, just to max. Yep. Thank you for encouraging me.
4: Your encouragement means I will try to strike the dragon with my sword. Again. That's right. Go for it, Paladin. Absolutely this time. Rolled a seventeen. Oh, that's pretty good. So seventeen
0: Dad. plus five is twenty-two. 22. Plus one is 23. Okay, you hit with that great sword attack. Good job. Is,
4: does that count as a savage attack or only a natural 20? Uh, what does savage attack say? Uh, when I roll a critical hit. Oh, that, that that's when you roll a 20. Okay. Yep. So 2d6 plus three. So I.
3: Like,
4: so my natu- if I roll a natural 20 again, remind me my damage is 5d6. So uh, four plus three is seven. Seven, Okay.
0: So right. I have a dagger. In, in. It's not nearly as good as any of your other okay. stuff. <laughs> we punch, you, you cast shoot.
3: Spells. But I don't have... I have fire attacks. If I have water it's still attacks.
0: Your, it's still your best thing. Okay. It's still the thing that's going to do the most damage, though. Um,
3: I'm going to use firebolt. Dad, this firebolt. is your thing under Go here. Go for it,
0: buddy. 13, 13 plus 6
3: equals 19. That hits. And...
0: What's your damage? Uh, one, one d10 and then add one. That's the white one. The, the white one.
3: White dice. The, white, the white, dice. white
0: one. Yep. White dice. Um, nine. Oh, nice. Okay, so you do definitely da- you do you definitely damage it with the fire. Good job. All right, and then Lucy. I'm
1: gonna stick
0: with my longbow. Okay. <laughs> is a natural one? It is a natural. one. Oh, that's an automatic miss. We call that a critical <laughs> failure. <laughs> I'm gonna need
4: you to step it up here, Loose, okay? So Aww. for
0: some strange reason, you try to put the you try to put the arrow, you try to knock it, and it slips off, and then you shoot and you miss. <laughs> Very nervous. I get it. It's
1: okay. Yeah. It's
0: a big dragon. Settle it down. Alright. I'm, I'm gonna see if the dragon can recharge its breath weapon. It does not. So it's gonna use melee attacks on the paladin who's right in front of him. So here we go. Uh, AC-17? I have AC-19 because of my... Wildberry wild berry root? Yeah. Okay, so it tries to swipe at you, or it tries to take a bite at you. It sees the wildberry root and gets distracted, and then it misses. Dodge. Dip, dodge. Good job. And then it's going to try to give you two claw attacks. First claw attack is AC-20. That'll do it. For, uh, eight slashing. <sighs> but, sorry... You have resistance to damage because you have the wildberry root, so that's mm-hmm. four slashing. Okay. I should have remembered that before, but you, yeah, you, you're taking half damage from these, uh, so it's going to hit AT 21 oh. for five, but you're only taking two. So I took a total of six damage that round. Okay, so I got six. Yeah, okay. if, you're at, if you're at twelve, you should be at six. Uh, so that is the dragon. We're back up to Lele. No.
2: Yeah.
0: Crossbow, go for it. Would you like to use
4: any of your other abilities?
3: No.
4: Okay. You sure. do have like invisible. Well, you, well you have a, a, a minor illusion. Okay.
2: Invisibility. You,
4: <laughs> I don't know if you can turn invisible. Yeah. You, you don't. So, but you do have a Being minor invisible. illusion. You create a sound or image. It can distract a, the dragon.
2: Dad,
3: can you read this?
4: <laughs> yeah, that is uh, your hands in the way, though. So this is fairy fire. One action to cast, range 60 feet. Um, up to one minute. Uh, creature in the 20... They must succeed a dexterity saving throw or all attacks against it are made with advantage. Oh, so that's that a good So that could really one. help
0: us. You should do that one. That one's a really good one,
3: Sarah. And then...
4: <laughs> and it can't be... Against,
3: it, made with adventure until the spell ends... It can be different from being
4: invisible. It cannot benefit from being invisible. That's right. So you want
0: to cast fairy fire on it? Okay, so you cast this spell, and you shoot this magical light at the dragon, so it's going to make a saving throw. Oh, but that's a three on the die, so that's not going to work. So you cast this magical spell on the dragon, and it glows brightly with fairy fire. And now, whenever anybody attacks it, they get to roll two dice and take the higher die. Very good job, job, that's awesome. Okay, Krom, you're up. So now all of your attacks are with advantage.
4: All right, so I I will attack again, I guess. (laughs) Kind of a
0: one trick pony here. Um, (laughs) It's first level too, so you know.
4: I only have six hit points left. This may be the last for me, so guys. um, I'll try to my use my long bow try to, try to save me here before the dragon Wax my head off uh, So I got a 16 is my highest okay. um, So the 16 will be 21 That hits, that definitely hits the sword
0: uh, So 2d6 Plus 4 So 14 That's good, awesome damage Another big swipe from the paladin with the massive sword. Cookie. Then we're on to Outlaw, Dragonborn Sorcerer. Um. I'm
3: gonna. use. Um. How much health does this dragon have left? You don't really know. No.
0: You're not sure. You see a bunch of arrows sticking out of it and a bunch of damage from the paladin hacking into it.
3: Is there any way I could. Send the arrows or anything farther into it, or
0: no? No, not really. You have a spell called Dragon Breath, right? Yes. And it's super powerful, right? Yes, but I
3: can only use it once. Okay.
0: This is probably your last fight there, though. I'll
3: I'll fire fire uh, fire breath. Fire breath.
0: Okay. So, how many is that? Three? Is that three dice or two dice of damage?
3: It's doesn't say.
0: Okay. So, what is it? Where is it? It, it should say uh, oh.
3: oh fire
0: breath shoot 2d6 two, two yes 2d6 two two
3: fire 2d6 2d6 yep <coughs> okay
0: so I rolled the 1 on the saving throw so it's gonna take a lot of damage on so, this one 2d6 these are the d6 correct yep <laughs> what'd you get
3: um 9 9,
0: nine okay so I'm going to say because you have the Wildberry Root, I'm just going to say that your fire is doing more damage than his fire is because you okay. have the Wildberry Root.
3: So what is that damage equal?
0: So nine, nine, nine uh, damage. It's a
3: secret.
0: Nine. Ah, you burn him, and it seems to actually burn him pretty good. So then we're on to Lucy the Ranger.
1: I'm going to use my longbow again.
0: All right. I got a seven plus... Nine,
1: 13.
0: 13? That just is enough. Oof, <laughs> magic. Go ahead and roll damage. Six,
1: plus one,
0: nope, plus four, 10. 10, okay, you're another error into it. This dragon is looking pretty badly hurt right now. This might be the dragon's last round. Yay. So let me see if it's gonna recharge its fire on its last round. It does recharge its fire on its last round. So its its chest glows red, and it rears its head back, and shoots out this big cone that covers large most of the room in front of it. <laughs> you dodge it. She ducked under the table. I mean, she did, me did duck under the table. Ducked. So so make your dexterity saving throws, please.
4: Do I roll? Dive out of the way. Nine. That's a six. Six. <laughs> Uh, so I rolled a 14. fourteen. Sarah rolled a six plus I believe
3: five.
4: Plus one. But uh, no, it, so you get but you get dexterity here wherever your dexterity. Six plus is. five. Was yeah. yeah. Sarah 11. heal me? Is kay.
3: that like a thing? In a, yeah. A, in, a,
0: in a bit, and you have a a potion. Two. two. Yep. So so the two of you made that um, succeeded on the saving throw. I nice. 2. You you I failed.
3: <laughs> and uh, I got a fifteen.
0: You succeeded. Okay, so uh, so the damage for this one. Was um, where's the bathroom? Uh, seven. So the damage on this one was eleven fire. Ooh. Okay. So. Much. Um, but even though you failed, you still take half. So mm-hmm. you take five damage.
3: Yes, but I split it in half with the fire resistance
0: too. Correct. That, that's what I'm telling you. Is, okay. is that instead of taking eleven, you take five? <laughs> because you're because you're fire and resistant. And
3: with the root, how much do I uh, take?
0: And with the root, yes. So you take two.
3: Two. You okay. Two. So yeah. I have nine.
0: Okay, you're doing great. How and lot, Lucy, uh, you succeeded. Uh, so you're going to take a quarter because of the wild berry root. Mm-hmm. So uh, so half and then half again. So you're going to take three. You guys are going to take three. Okay. I
3: took less
0: damage than you guys. We yeah. have. Because so you're a awesome. hurting, hurting unit here, guys. A hurting unit.
2: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: So back right. up to Lele. Lele, it is your turn, sweetie. Crossbow. Crossbow. Go no. for it. Can you heal some people? Do you have any more heals left? Mm, Probably
3: one. I don't need it. Dad needs it. Um, I also have a healing potion.
0: Uh, she has used both of those slots. Okay. So and then she doesn't have any healing left, right. unless she has like a potion on her or something like that. Uh, she does not have a potion. Okay. So Lele is out of healing magic. Give a
2: potion. But Lele,
0: you can still shoot with the crossbow though. It's
3: her turn. Though. I think it's <laughs> her turn. Okay. How much, uh, points, how much points
0: which points you? go for it 8 <laughs> 3 it
3: doesn't make me it doesn't
4: I don't think so. so 3 plus
0: 8 3 plus 5 is 8 plus 1 is 9 ok oh. you do miss this time though but you hit it a bunch already so then we'll go on to crumb
2: I would have got 15 I know
0: should have rolled your own dice <laughs> ok um... how you doing buddy you got like 5 points left <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll
3: hide another table I mean, the
4: odds that I heal enough to really save me again...
0: I mean, the dragon's looking pretty hurt. It's up to so you. So I'll just go ahead and attack. So so roll with advantage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dragon, <laughs> <The giant laughs> lowly dragon. Because Lele's spell. Yeah, Lele's spell. And a 17. That will definitely hit. <clears throat> uh, so 2d6... 2d6. So much damage from this guy. Uh, so 5 plus 3 is 8 total. Ah. 8 total. Uh, so with that, with that hit, the dragon's taking so much damage that it decides to retreat from the battle. So it buffets its giant wings, and it basically um, makes all this wind fly at all of you, and there's a whole bunch of gold pieces and treasure kind of flying at you. And it's going to use that as sort of like a distraction to try to get away. So the dragon flies and it goes straight up and it goes sort of into darkness, but you can see this little bit of light coming, and you think that the, basically there's a passage that leads out from inside of here. So let's see, where The I dragon think? has gone through
4: the hole in the top of the mountain.
0: Yeah, so now dun, dun, dun. you see. The, the, the unicorn is in the cage. And the cage looks like it has a big lock on it. So what do you want to do to try to free the unicorn?
3: I want to blast the lock with a firebolt.
1: We have some equipment. I don't know if people have checked their equipment. Mm-mm, I haven't checked
4: that out. You just you just figure, you know what? There's a helpless animal in a cage. I'm going to shoot fire at it. <laughs> I'm going to
3: shoot the fire at the lock because I, I, I won't miss What are you, like a fire failure? sniper? Like What,
0: <gasps>
3: <gasps> what if you fi- hit okay. the... Eh. Chroma's going to
4: drink his potion. Okay, go for it. Uh, so I'm going to 2d4 plus two hit points. Yep.
3: Next
4: time we play this, my name is
0: Ruby Cookie. Uh, so 2 and 3 is 5. Alright, so add that to you. Plus 2 is 7. 10 hit points. So typically with a lock, there's basically two things you can do. You can try to, if you have like a thief, which I don't think anybody took, t- I don't think anybody took the road, you can try to make a dexterity check to pick the lock if you have thieves tools. Um, you would have to check your equipment to see if you have thieves tools. Um, Otherwise, it it would probably involve some kind of, like, smashing or (laughs) some kind of trying to break the lock. Um, You could attack it with a weapon. You could use your strength to just try to rip it. It's up to you guys. What do you think?
1: I don't have any equipment. Could I try to pick it with a short sword?
0: You would need thieves' tools to try to pick it. You need a very delicate um, kind of item for that.
4: I gotcha. I am going to look around for a rock that looks like I can pick it up and yep. smash the
0: lock with it. Uh, you can find a piece of treasure. Let's say that you're looking through the treasure and you find like a lead box. Okay. Like a lead chest, a small lead chest, very sturdy, solid lead chest. Okay. You can try to smash that rock. So do me a favor and roll your twenty-sided die. Would oh, you eleven? Eleven, and add your uh, strength modifier. The number. So bold, that would your be a total of fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. So it's it's just a lock. So you smash it and then give me. Um, Give me a D8 plus three damage. Seven total damage. Seven total damage, okay. So you smash but it. I thought
3: you had a plus one.
0: <laughs> it's a different one, Sweetie. I don't have a plus one lead box of so smash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that is enough to basically uh, break the lock. It's still kind of dangling on there, but you can easily remove it once you've smashed it with the lead chest. So, so then the unicorn is able to... Uh, to come out of the cage, and and you see Lorelai, who's been the, the, the pixie who's been invisible this entire time, she becomes uninvisible, and she says, "Thank you, thank you so much for rescuing the unicorn." Uh, so then, uh, I do you want to take the unicorn out of the cage? Uh, sorry, out, out of the cave.
3: Yes.
2: First, yeah. can we snuggle it? You, mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. you can, you
0: can yeah. totally snuggle, snuggle the unicorn. Snuggle. Absolutely. Yay. Okay. So you lead it out into the forest, and um, as you get out, basically the unicorn, it has a certain amount of intelligence above a regular horse, and it kind of bows to all of you, and it goes over and it gives Lele a little kiss on the cheek, <laughs> and then it runs off into the forest, and that is uh, the end of our adventure.
2: Woohoo!
1: Mm-hmm. we saved the unicorn. We
0: rescued the unicorn. Yay, good job. It's a
1: pretty good vacation week.
0: So, so usually, at the end of an adventure, when we do it with our, with our podcast people, we all say something to the people that are listening. Okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, let's say goodnight to the listeners. And when I say that, just everybody say, bye, listeners. Okay? Ready? Let's say goodnight to the listeners.
2: Bye, bye listeners. listeners. Thank
0: you. If you enjoyed this podcast